cassette tape 57 hello welcome to i will write your book this is will hines here's the deal uh, i'm a ghost writer which means i write books for other people but i don't get credit but i don't care because i get money and what i also do is i record my meetings with the clients and publish them on this podcast so that you the audience hardcore fans of the publishing industry can learn how things work behind the scenes if you're interested in becoming a ghost author or just if you ent- want to enter the publishing industry i thought this might be helpful also if you are not a hardcore fan of the publishing industry, please stop listening immediately. This is not for you. Uh, with me, as always, is my copy editor, Karen Donahue. Hello, Karen. Well, you were a bit braggadocious when you said, uh, I get money. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of feeling myself. I'm feeling a little extra, as uh, the kid said like five years ago. Right. That's what I'm feeling. Okay. Well. Yeah, I feel kind of extra. I feel a little swag. You kind of look happy. Yeah, I have been uh, really up in my ginseng intake. I've mm-hmm. really like gone to town in my ginseng. I've uh, maxed, and it's having a good effect. Mm, I think it's maybe more of a placebo effect. I don't know. Everything feels different and better to me. I, I think this is the answer. You know. <laughs> yeah, I hope it is for you, Will, for your sake and mine and everyone else's. Do you have something you want to talk about your life or would you like me to ask you something? Well, you can if you want. I'll tell you, you know, I left my wallet at a restaurant last night. Oh, boy. That's a that's a drag. But this guy found it and drove to my place to Which drop place? it off. Your Hacienda in Joshua Tree or your L.A. place? In my L.A. place. Drove to nice. my L.A. place. And uh, gave it to me, and That's we nice. That's fucked. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Can it you walk great. me through? So I had a great, great, hot, 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 How did that happen? Could you walk me through the interaction? I feel like that must have accelerated sort of fast. Well, I hadn't even noticed that my wallet was gone, right? So, so this guy just shows up at your door. Yeah, and I was like, uh, Do you have your address of your place in your wallet? Yeah, it's on my license. Isn't your oh, address yeah. on your license? It is, yeah. I forgot. Okay, you don't have to jump it's down my throat. It's on your license. I was just, okay. I keep yes. my license current. Yes, so do I. It was a dumb question, okay? I withdraw the question. So this guy is up at your door, and you're at that point, you don't even know your wallet's stolen. I didn't even know. Well, not stolen. I just left it there. I right, guess it right, fell out right. of my bag or something. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I left it on the table. I really don't know what happened. I was hammered. Yeah. So okay. I got hammered. I drove home and uh, <laughs> well, so a little so reckless, but all right. There's a knock at the door. I go to answer the door, and this guy, I'll tell you, uh-huh. hot, 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 hot. Yum, what type yum, of yum. hot? What type of yum? Like, what are we talking? I guess I can tell you it was Orlando Bloom. Okay, well, so it was now Orlando I know, I, Bloom. I know exactly what kind of yum you mean then, because I know what Orlando Bloom looks yum, like. Yum, he's, yum. A, he's a very, a very attractive man. Yeah, right. And I'm like, "What's up?" You know. Okay. And he's like, he returns my wallet. So Orlando Bloom like drives himself around, and he personally returned this wallet. He just does those so. kind of. Yeah, yeah, I guess I have no idea. Okay. He must have seen my picture on my license. Yeah. And. He went for it, baby. He swang for the fences. I guess if you're a rich and famous movie star, maybe that type of opportunity feels open to you, I guess. Yeah, I I guess so. And I I say, if I I return somebody's wallet, I I would not expect, I would not be expecting sex to happen. That's not something that I would think was imminent. 
Well, well, you got to change your thought process. I don't think so. I think it's good that I think that you way. You really do. Uh, you really do. You really no do. Absolutely not. Uh, you do. You really do. And I was like, I was like, um, uh, so anyway, it was like, I was, I invited him in for a drink and he ordered a sea breeze and I was like, okay, I'll make that. You have um, a bartender in your LA place? Is that why you say he ordered? He ordered it from me. Oh, okay. He just ordered. He well, he just said, "Can I have a sea breeze?" I was like, I well, "You want something to drink?" You yeah, know, I'm having a scotch. And you used to be a bartender, so you know how to do all that. Of stuff. course, you know you have to know a little bit about everything. Yeah, not me. So uh, anyway, you know, he was like kind of making the moves on me, and I was like, "Hey, hey, whoa, 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 um, uh, aren't you with Katy Perry?" And he was like, "We have an understanding," and I was like, "Oh, sweet." So I stripped him down. I stayed fully clothed. <laughs> uh, how, well, that's very particular, I guess. That's an expression of vulnerability, I suppose. He was totally vulnerable and you were guarded, I guess. Right, 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 right. Seems a little unsexy to me to have the fully undressed man and the fully dressed woman to be headed right, who have just started talking one sea breeze into the conversation to head into full copulation. But hey, you were there, so if it felt right. It felt right. It felt right. It felt good. Well, if Katy Perry is listening, please do know that Pam did check about what you she was she Always. was concerned about you and checked Always. in. Always, no shady business from Karen. Always, Always, always. Anyway, so he is still passed out in the other room. So I oh, kind of got to be there. quick about this. Yeah, then he's let's still here. I got to get him. He's he's like just you know I'm like get out. He's he wants to go have brunch, and I'm like uh, yeah. I don't know. I look. I have this podcast that I do, and <laughs> anyway, so I he said really he'd be, I, I was like, you have to be quiet. You have to keep your mouth shut. And he mm. said, I'll be a good boy. And I was oh, like, gosh, gross. Anyway. I agree. That's what's up with me, Will. Anything you you got ginseng and I got, I got Orlando ginseng. Bloom. You got ginseng, you got Orlando Bloom. All right, well, let's get to our client. Uh, I have not met this person before, so I'm going to connect them to the Zoom call now and we'll meet them. Hello, are you there? Hi, I'm here. Hi, uh, thanks so much for doing this. My name's Will. I'm the ghost author you contacted. This is Karen Donahue, a copy editor who will be on the team if you decide to work with us. Hi, yes. My name is Diane Keaton. Not like that. Oh. Not like the famous one. Just just to happen to have yeah. her name. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yep. Um, that's well, a great, great name. Thank I'm you. I'm sorry, Di- Diane. Hmm. Diane Keaton, it is like the famous one, but you're not the famous one. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. My, okay. my parents named me, it was either Mike, After- if I was a boy, it was me, Michael, and if I was a girl, it was Diane. So I'm Diane mm. Keaton. Thank you so much for agreeing to write, work oh. on my book. I have been thinking about it forever, and, you know, I'm not a writer. Let's make it happen. That's what we're here for. So why don't you tell us a little bit of what you were thinking it would be about? Okay, so I own a very, very successful pet party planning business. Wow. It's called Let's Get This Potty Started. Not started. Mm. Uh, started. Like Boston accent. Yeah, style. yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I have so many celebrity clients. I, I'm very expensive. But I would really wow. like to offer my services to like regular people who have animals of any, whatever kind it is. So, okay. yeah, I want to, I want to help people. So this, this, this is a way to reach the not rich clientele. They can buy the book and they can find out how to do this. Right. Exactly. 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 Mm-hmm. You're reaching out to the poorer people via a book. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be, mm-hmm. you know, more relatable if I had some like 
poor people who are fans or like regular money people who are fans. I do credit checks on all of my clients. I have to know that they have outstanding credit and a lot of money. Smart, smart, Diane. Thank you. Smart, Diane. Very smart. Thank you. You're a savvy businesswoman. I am. Now, you said you said I'm not a writer and that's why I'm having you do this, but I think you could be. You do? I'm going to be honest with you. I do. I really think you could be. You run a successful business. Yeah. Yeah. You have the wherewithal to do credit checks before having a party. I think it's really. Diane, I got to tell you, every client we have, Karen, not usually this early in the conversation, but at some point tries to convince them to write the book on their own. Yeah. Uh, So that is an option of yours, I want to say, but uh, maybe don't put too much stock in Karen's advice that way because she does say it to all of our clients and hey if you decide to write the book on your own I do support that but I want to say you called us for a reason you haven't done it yet on your own no. if you if you do hire us this is the way that this book will happen keep it in mind keep it in mind something to keep in mind it. I am just I'm so busy I mm. I have no time I mean I said I do credit checks it's not me it's my assistant that does all the credit checks all the planning wow. or all the like you know strategy before i do the planning so i have no you gotta time. delegate you gotta yeah, I delegate have no time. i barely have time to do this meeting so this is uh that's successful your your animal party planning really takes has that much interest yeah i'm kind of surprised you haven't heard of it let's get this potty started let's get this potty started yeah i don't think i've i've heard of it yeah mm-hmm. i mean i'm not in the market for it so i wouldn't have been looking for it but well that's what we do a lot of celebrity clients a lot of mm. you know big names so if you're not going to celebrity pet parties or exotic animal parties I could understand. I definitely am not. What is a celebrity pet party or really just what is a pet party? Like, what are we even talking about here? Oh, my God. We do every kind of party. We do, you know, pet birthdays, pet bat mitzvahs, mm-hmm. pet. Pet bat mitzvahs. Second births where mm. the the owners have a, a birthing moment where they rebirth the pet as their own. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I went I went to Kate Winslet's puppy rebirthing party. That was you? Yes, that was us. It was such a beautiful water birth and a ceremony. Uh, wait, right. Rebirthing. I've never heard of this. This is like somebody pretends to be giving birth to the dog. Yeah, or whatever their animal is. It's, it's you know, you want it, you feel like they're yours. And now we give you the opportunity mm-hmm. to make it. So like, have you ever seen Handmaid's Tale where they like, the women aren't actually having the baby, but they pretend like they're having it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't watch television with a lot of female leads. I find it to be a little cloying. That's fair. That's that's uh that's really fair <laughs> well anyway that's what we do uh you know so you can do a water birth you can do a uh you know a, a fake c-section you know or not fake but like a, a, a stage c-section whatever you feel best embodies mm. you and your we've done it for dogs cats rabbits mm-hmm. so, so if i had a pet dog and i want to do a rebirthing party there'd be some kind of water situation if and i don't it want it a water birth on the kind want. of birth you want if you want a water birth yeah. right i do let's That's, say let's say i do want a water birth okay. let's say i do want a water birth so like what might happen i get into the hot tub and i put my puppy like between my legs and i and i no. and i pull the puppy up no no we bring okay, it. That's crazy what I just said. That's what I just said insane. is insane. It's insane. Well, okay. what, are, well, what, what are you doing? Do you want this job or not? Yeah. I do. I do want this You're not job. You're going to put Tell a, me a, a, ba- a puppy in a hot body of water with jets. We bring in a custom pool mm. and okay. um, we put in like room temp water. We're going to turn all the lights off. You can have a crowd like Kate did. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's very quiet. And then, you know, we bring the animal in. And then mm-hmm. when it's time to push, the everyone in the room shouts, push, 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 push. 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 And then you, oh you, the puppy emerges from 
seemingly your womb. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a, you know, an umbilical cord like substance. It's just a bit of um, like gack. Do you remember gack or slime? Oh, rough? that's what that was. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. wondering what that was. Yeah. And then, you know, the father or whoever, the partner, you know, we do all sorts of births, uh, cuts the cord. And then we have a beautiful uh, sandwich spread afterwards for every, and then we pass around the puppy and do you ever do you ever have a situation where it's an older pet who is maybe not quite ready to be put into the water or like where the animal is maybe a little confused as to what's going on i, I listen i t- i spend lots of time with my pet clients before mm-hmm. the party you know i i ask mm-hmm. for the dog's bed i have them bring it over i sleep in it for about a week and i get a to, week yeah i get to really know this animal and what they mm-hmm. want i I mean, truth be told, I was a dog in a past life, so I really understand oh, how what interesting. They need. How do you how do you know that? How do I know that? Because it was my past life. I remember it. Well, I is that something that people do? They remember their past lives. I know. Like well, are you enlightened or not? Yeah. I guess I'm not. I'm going to say I'm not because yeah. I don't remember any past lives. I am on currently my uh, fourth life. So oh, yeah. Wow. Originally, that's great. Yeah, I'm on my 42nd. Oh my Not god, bad. that's yeah. great. You worldly. Yeah, well, that's pretty good. That's maybe pretty I'm just on my good. first life, and that's why I don't know. Oh, maybe that's it. Honestly, Will? that's what it is. I mean, hopefully the next one will be better, more exciting. You have no memories. You have no memories prior to this. Zero. I mean, I barely remember from before I was 10. You know, Diane, no. I want to say that party was tasteful. Thank tasteful. you. And the sandwiches were tasty. Thank Very you. Very tasty. What a- to this catering involved, obviously. Yeah. Wait, when mm-hmm. when you were you there with No, he's married. We I was gonna ask you were there with Orlando Bloom, but he's married. But I thought I what? saw I thought What's- I saw you two there together, but I don't know. Um well, you know, uh funny you should bring that up. He's actually in my bedroom right now, Orlando Bloom. Is he? You know, I yeah. thought he was familiar. I thought he was familiar, and I just thought. Not just from being a famous movie star, thought you thought was he was familiar? Being, yeah, I thought it, I just, I thought, oh, he, maybe I've seen him on TV or something. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, or and, Lord of the Rings uh, or Pirates of the Caribbean. now that I remember it, he was <laughs> really at was. Kate Winslet's rebirthing puppy party. I don't want to say that you're like not, you know, an accept whatever, like that he didn't hey, really like you. He does it. She wouldn't mind. If anyone is uh, a notch in anyone's bedpost, <laughs> let me just say he's a notch in mine. That's fair. He's a notch in mine. Well, I'm glad so. that's continued. You two seemed very happy. You could be, you could be. Mutual notches mm. for each other. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, no. So it's only what one are the, way. What are the, you sleep in the dog's bed for a week or the pet's bed. Or you really get to know the animal before you do this potty. Yeah. How do you make it good? Like, what is, what's the advice? If you're writing to the poorer people of the world and they want to do it, what would you be like? Here's what makes a good puppy potty. Yeah. Now, here's where it gets hard because I usually make them good because there's a lot of money involved. Right. So I'm thinking, you know, we can just tell people like, really just like spend time getting to know your pet. I I, I don't I want to I don't want to say throw a party how you would want a party thrown because I assume a poor party is bad. Mm. Um, right, right. We got to say like maybe this maybe the secret here is to pretend that you're rich. Obviously, oh, they can't yes, actually be that. rich, but like just mentally pretend you're rich, and we'll just do almost like. 
you know, part of the party fun will be like you pretending you're rich and then maybe the animal picks up on those vibes. I love that. And I also think like if you love your pet enough, you'll go into a bit of debt for your pet. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's splurge a little splurge. bit. Splurge. You, you get what you pay for. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, yeah. I thought it was interesting uh, that you chose Billy Joel for the entertainment. You know, I was it, like, oh, this kind of Billy is- Joel was there Why alive. Did you, you didn't like it. Well, I just thought it was an interesting choice. I was like, he's kind of not that current. But I, then I was like, yeah, maybe he was fair. cheap. And then I was like, well, I guess it's Billy Joel, you know. Yeah. So I just thought it was an, I thought it was an interesting choice. But he must have was was he cheap or did it cost a pretty penny for? Well, it cost a pretty penny. But uh, to be honest, I well, Rihanna was our initial entertainment. But then there was a ah. huge blowout with her and Kate during our rehearsal. What? I mean, hair flying wow um she compared her to the iceberg and the titanic that she was going to sink this party it was it was and so rihanna said i'm not doing it and so i wow panicked Mm -hmm. and i call and i was like who do i have in my phone you got to save this party billy joel is always trying to hit me up to to host parties for random pets that he's brought in from the streets i thought i said you you play kate's party and i will throw a party for the next rat that you bring off the street or whatever it is ah yeah so always up in your business huh but i feel i feel bad i feel like it was obvious that he was like a last resort a last he didn't even have a piano he didn't even play the piano right how weird he just sang like acapella yeah yeah he did the hand motions but did not have a piano (laughs) so he still needed to like just go through the physical Mm -hmm. motions of yeah, I will Pressing say keys. I thought I thought I guess this is a choice. This is interesting. Maybe this is some kind of a statement, but I guess you know. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. at the last minute to get a you know a piano. I know it wasn't my proudest part potty. Was not my proudest potty. I, I mean, I, it, it went well, but it, there was a lot of stress in that potty. And I also want to give that to my readers. I want them to know that you know you can avoid stress in your potties, but mm-hmm. also you want it to be a good potty. So if, mm-hmm. if it's a stressful potty, hopefully it's worth it. It was so weird too, because, you know, he didn't have a microphone. So he's just singing acapella at yeah. his like, you know, room level voice. And right. it was like, he was, you know, everybody was like, Oh, this is fun. Let's kind of, you know, they're, talking to each other, having fun, joking around. And he would just be like, shut up, shut up, everybody, shut up. I know. Well, I mean, it also, you know, the stage we had was came with Rihanna. It came with, so that's why he had to do it. That's why he had to perform in the kitchen around the island. So I think people were confused. Maybe they thought he was like drunk, just like babbling on and playing. Right. And then, you know, like you said, people would start to sing with him and he'd be like, stop it, my song. Right. Wow, he really took control. He's yeah. a full-blown nightmare. Billy Joel is a, yeah. I, I hope he doesn't hear this because he's a huge, he's going to be a huge investor in this in this book tour and project, but um, he's oh. a full nightmare. He might not mind. Yeah. See, this is, I mean, this stuff's interesting. I agree. This is the stuff, this is the stuff that I think should go in the book. All these oh. nightmare stories about, you know, celebrities and entertainment. Interesting. You know, More like a tell-all. I, I mean, a little bit of a tell-all. But you know what? Have these tell-all stories sprinkled in along well, with actual real advice. That's, I mean, that's that's what people are going to mm-hmm. go for. 
and I think remembering at all times that we are talking to poor people. So it'll just be like, you know, right. like, let's make that part of the story. Like, listen, you're poor. You're not gonna be able to get Billy Joel no. at your party. No. But like, maybe you can get one of your dumb poor friends to pretend to be Billy Joel. Yeah. And good news, the real Billy Joel doesn't even have a piano. So your poor friends don't need to have a piano. Uh, most, you're saving money right there. I know. Most poor people are in bands anyway. And I mean. Well, that's all they have to do because they don't have. They, they save so much time from not yeah. having to manage investments. No. Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah. As a rich person, I, I, I'm not rich right now, but I have been. Oh. There have been times in my life when I have been rich. And when I am rich, gosh, so much time just like managing the stock market. Yeah. I'm calling my broker so many times a day. I'm checking this balance. <laughs> I'm checking that balance. I'm looking up this market. I'm looking up that market. Then when I'm poor, I got all kinds of time in my hands. I join a band. Yeah. Can't do it when I'm rich. You know, well, usually when he's rich, he's rich for maybe like a five day period at a time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. five or six days, and then he then usually it. loses it all. What and do you blow it on? It well, I'm quite friendly, and oh. uh, I will talk to people about opportunities, and I generally am convinced. Last time I had a nice windfall. Uh, I did a ghost uh, author deal for a very successful uh, historical fiction novelist who was busy. Can't reveal the name that was part of the deal. Hmm. And I just had a $50,000 check sent right to my house, which is maybe the biggest single check I've ever had sent to me. The very same day, I ran into a guy in a bus station who said he had a line on a great forest. And I, he's like, would you like to be an investor in a forest in Brazil? I was like, you fucking bet your ass I do. Hmm. Handed him the check, signed it over to him immediately, never saw him again. So... You know, that that's kind of the trouble I get into yeah. that in that particular case. I was rich. Really, not even for five days, a couple hours. Yeah. So I, I can relate to both being rich and being poor. And I can tell you, I got a lot more time in my hands when I'm poor. That's fair. Who is the person you wrote the book for? Will James Mishner. But don't don't tell anybody because uh, he would be furious with me. Furious okay. if I All reveal right. that you revealed that quickly. There was no hemming or hawing. We asked, and no. you did it. Karen, Karen really had to twist my arm. Actually, I held that for a long time. Hmm. So, it's James Mishner, James Mishner. I wrote a book for James. You know, he's he's written all these like books. You know, he wrote one on Hawaii. He wrote one like of on. Uh, um, I, I can't remember all the stuff he's done, but I wrote one for him called uh, Upper Michigan. Uh, it's it's a historical fiction book all about an interconnected series of families in Upper Michigan in the eighteen hundreds. And I busted that shit out in two weeks, baby. Oh, oh. Two weeks. Wow. That was the worst one. It was. People are saying it was a definite departure for him, uh, is how I would put it. Uh, some have said it wasn't as good. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I just took a different turn. I didn't worry about, quote unquote, accuracy as much as passion. Of well, course. Well. Yes, Karen. Is this about you or is this about Diane's book? You're absolutely right. Yeah. Sorry, Dan. I got off track. I got up my own little butthole. I put my big, big head up my tiny, tiny butthole. You know what? I got caught there. I apologize. Speaking of buttholes, we mm, should yes. definitely address this in the book that, okay. you know, dogs, cats, bur- they're going to they're going to shit at the party. And okay. you you have to you cannot let the guests see that mm. you have to pick it okay. up fast. You have to pick, uh, you know, if they get those hairball, they get the hairballs, hairballs, mm-hmm. yeah, reverse, reverse sneezing. They call it sometimes. Uh huh. That's what I call it. You you got to Get the dog. You got to have like what I usually do is have a double, a double of the animal, and I bring yeah, them in. Smart. I take the other smart. one outside. I say, get your shit together. Okay. And then you yell at the dog. Oh, right. yes. Or the animal. You have um, to set maybe, boundaries. Um, 
Okay, so for the poor person, they might not have the funds to have a backup dog. Maybe they can make a paper mache version of the animal. Yes, well, stuffed animals work. Do. Stuffed animals yeah. work. You can but just have a backup so that if your animal starts to reverse have and you a take a big old poopy, you can bring in that backup. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the th- here's the thing though too. You know, you can go to a shelter and get a lot of animals. Sure. There's a lot of animals there, and you yeah. can just get them for a couple of days and bring them back when you're done. That's an option. Smart. Great, Karen. Let me write that down. Right. I mean, yeah. Borrow backup dogs from animals from shelter. And then just drop them back off. Then you know what I thought right was back off. You know what I thought was interesting and smart? Hmm. You know, sometimes when you go to like a toddler's party and there's a ton of other toddlers there and you're like, what is this? Ugh. Like, this is just this should be an adult party that we're just having. And then there's, you know, this kid just happens to be having a birthday. So that's what mm-hmm. I liked about your party is that there were no other animals there. No, the um, focus is I, on. The, I, I mean, one, I hate children. I hate right, them. Yes. I think they're terrible. Um, they're miserable. That's why I went into potty planning for animals. You know, people were like, mm-hmm. you're so good at planning potties. Will you, will you plan a potty for my two year old? And I'm like, I truly would rather kill myself. Right. throw a potty for a child so <laughs> yeah i don't there's nothing less less lovable no, than a young toddler i do not allow them at my potties i do not wow. allow no children at the at the potties. no 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 because they because children do love pets a lot you know what i mean and if there's a pet in the, yeah, in the family that's their tough and luck. A, that's yeah their that's not my problem luck. but the parents yeah. are there and they can show pictures of the potty to the baby um uh-huh. but yeah but you're right karen the focus is on the animal. We're not going to bring in other animals. That people, what if there's a cuter animal there? I mean, I have yes. had, I will say when I first started, I did allow other animals there. And the biggest snafu happened at. Um, mm. Ooh, write uh, this down, Will. Uh, Writing it down. Snafu, S N A F U, underline, ready to write. Yeah, I actually threw Oprah's dog a birthday party and I let, Ooh. you know, I let Martha Stewart. John Stewart, mm. st- uh, lots of other people. Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Dave Stewart Dave from the Dave Stewart and yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Nice. Um, always got to have Benedict always. there. So they all brought they their They all animals. brought their animals. And Oprah's dog, she, uh, first of all, I've had plenty of dogs shit in my purse, but never like this. Wow. I got yeah. I got in well, the car and it was just full of dog shit and like f- mm. furious, feverish and Oprah was like so mad at me. Yeah, she unfriended me on Instagram. Threatened not oh, to that's pay. Rough. That's rough. Well, I mean, you know, you didn't manage the potty expectation. I Oprah's didn't. Defense. I like, did not. You you let other animals come in there and disturb her dog. So I can sort yeah. of understand where Oprah's coming from. No, it's fair. I I you know after that potty, I locked myself in my room for a week and a half. Um, write this down. Wow, write this down. I lived down. off of only bad dog food because I was a bad. I was. I was a bad dog. bad dog. I was a bad dog, and I deserved to be punished. Like a bad dog. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I was punished in my in my past life. I was put in a room, and I was made right. to eat bad dog had, food. So you had time out. You had time out. I had time out. Then, yeah. Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton. Mm-hmm. Question: How many people do you bring with you when you're doing a normal potty? Like, what's your what's the staff size we're talking? Oh uh, well, I mean, I have my assistant, who's also my husband. Good for him. Good yeah, for him. we were divorced. Now we're back together. Ouch. It's fine. Uh, he wanted kids, and I said, "Ew, no." Right. Said, Ew, Ew no. And then he got all upset and whatever. And then you know we have our what a crybaby. Such a cry. He's a, he's a to- he's a bitch. He's a little bitch. But he knows. But he knows my system. I tried to have other assistants, and they totally screwed everything up. They were having people come in with like a six hundred credit score. It was awful. Ugh. It was awful. 
Um, wow. I know. And so I do it. So we have, you know, we have an in-house catering service. Um, we have an in-house DJ. We have an in-house photo booth. We have an in-house uh, face painter. You know, we have everything you could want in-house. So it just really depends on the client's needs. You know, it usually varies from just me and my assistant to 1,500 staff. That's my max staff is fifteen hundred staff. Fifteen hundred seems like a really large number for a for a pet potty. It's really not that much. It's work. not. No, I, there's a lot to be done at a party. Yeah. What's person fourteen ninety eight through fifteen hundred doing? Like, what are the bottom ten doing at a fifteen hundred staff? Uh, grass tendering. They tender to the grass to make sure that if the animal does urinate or defecate, it's off. And then, you know, the grass can turn yellow after urination. So they're over there. We have a very we get very granular with our 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 grass treatment mm. make sure it stays green because i mean like as much as i love planting potties for pets like pets are also pieces of shit like they're right, they're right. fucking they're divas they're monsters mm-hmm. not as bad as kids but like they need you know you have to like go around and make sure they don't fuck everything up at their own party so potty let's try let's try to think of some advice for the poor people now i'm trying to guess okay. what a poor person's life is like you're probably living in a shack or a train car uh, or an apartment probably- Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some shitty apartment. A shitty apartment. Um, or a studio apartment. Studio apartment. Yeah. A studio apartment. You, you know, you probably don't have like a clubhouse. So you're probably yeah. going to have the host in your, the place where you your live. train car. You probably, you probably have like a reservoir dogs poster on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Two thumbtacks, two pieces of masking tape because you ran out of thumbtacks. Uh-huh. Yeah. We have yeah. no curtain. There's no curtains over the window. You probably just got a bed sheet with like. Lists of all the NFL teams on it, or something like that. Right. Like some like childish bed sheets, yeah. just like nailed up over the window. Mm-hmm. Not with NFL logos, just lists of all the NFL just, teams. Yeah, just like handwritten mm-hmm. lists. You couldn't afford. You couldn't afford proper NFL merchandise. You made your own. Right. Uh, what else is in your apartment? Well, what else you got? Looking there? around, you probably got like a fire pit inside because your heating got shut off. So, you know, you just you had to get inventive, and mm-hmm. you. You, you brought in a bunch of cedar and ash to mm-hmm. make a little fire pit. And you have to open all the windows up so that smoke gets out. Right. I mean, a fire you, pit is very nice. Oh, yeah. It's great. I mean, it's a real, if the heat's been shut off, it does the trick. You have a pretty clear idea of what a poor person's life is like. I well, you have a pretty so. realistic view of what a poor person's like. You know, you probably got a map on your wall with all the dumpsters in your neighborhood matched out so you know where to go get food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You probably got um, a monocle and a top hat for when you have to leave and, like, blend in with regular people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have monocle and a top hat. You know, I got, like, super big Hulk hands for when I feel weak. I can put on my Hulk hands well, and feel strong. Well, do you want yeah. this job? Is this about you or is this about Diane? Oh, you're right. You're right. I let my big old head go up my tiny little butthole again. I'm sorry. Diane Keaton, I'm sorry. I started to talk about myself again. I Diane, I'm curious. Mm. Why did you start your business? Mm. Uh, well, I mean, I used to have a cat that I really liked and I ran it over. Right. And I felt so, sorry. so I, and I ran it over on the way to get balloons for her. At that time, I would just call them a party. I was throwing mm-hmm. a birthday party for her. Wow. I was so beside myself. And it was going to be such a shit party anyway. So I thought, you know what? No one else should feel this grief. This. So I said, I came back home. I hosed the cat off the driveway. Mm-hmm. And I told my husband, who was sobbing because he's a fucking woman. 
Mm-hmm. He's just right. sobbing. I gave him tampons to clean up his dumb little tears. Right. And then I said, this is it. We're done. We're going, in. we have to take control. We have to take charge. <laughs> We're going into business. And I just kind of, I locked myself in my room again, not as punishment, dog. but as a, oh, motivation a, motivation, a motivated dog. And I just yeah. put together this business proposal and I, I emailed it out to all the banks. They said, great. I got loans from Chase, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, the one, uh, P- the one that's in Pittsburgh, INS, whatever. And so it was great. And it blew up. And mm-hmm. I thought, I'm bringing the joy to these people that my cat, Donna Tella, Donna, first name, last name, Tella, could mm-hmm. never have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so but it's such a sad origin story. And my sympathies at losing your cat. That's, oh, it's fine. A lot of money that's... and good came out of it. So I'm. Uh, maybe I'm maybe okay. it was meant to happen. Yeah. I guess it's good that your husband was a little crybaby bitch because that actually helped to inspire you to start a business. It did. It did. I mean, he's literally my nightmare, but it he, it works. Yeah. I mean, this has to go in the book. I love this oh, yeah. origin story. Okay. It's got to go it's, in the book. It really humanizes the, the It pe- really the pe- does. Okay. It really does. And I'm sure a lot of other people, you know, can empathize with your situation mm. and what happened mm. and they can be inspired by their own tragedies and turning them into, you know, a positive thing in their lives. I love that. And that's what you learn when you have had several past lives. Right. You're like, yes, I got to learn from this. I got to learn from that. Mm. You know, this terrible thing happened. You know, I was drowned as a witch. Okay. Next time I got to remember. Were you? This is why I'm such a big headed dummy dummy is I've never had a past life. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Diane. No, sorry. I was to say, Karen, I was also drowned as a witch. That's so funny that you say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In my uh, second past life. Oh, wow. Yours yours are really spread out, Diane. This Uh is amazing. I know. I'm just curious. Was your name Delia? Delia Bedelia? Yeah. You were Delia Bedelia? Why? It doesn't sound like a very 1600s name. It doesn't sound like a very Salem, Massachusetts, you know, like Goody Prentice. I am. Wait a second. You weren't Sparkle, were you? (laughs) Sparkle. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Sparkle. I was Sparkle Dotson. Oh, my God. I was Sparkle Dotson. You were wild i know i know it got me into trouble you're the reason we got you're the reason we died i know i'm sorry about that my bad okay you know what it's so nice that you could find each other right now to to apologize no one wanted to have fun you didn't have fun no no No. i wanted to have fun Mm -mm. well you know i once had a crush on the girl who played the witch in our high school's production of the wizard of oz oh well i don't know what you're doing but this is not about you okay okay this okay, is sorry. Really about Diane. My big fat yeah. dumb dumb head was up my tight little butthole, and I apologize. Right. It's probably not that tight anymore after all the times. Not that much. My big fat head keeps going. I will say, Karen, you've got the job. Well, I'm still needing convincing, but I am. Right. This happens a lot. This I happens feel a lot. very, very connected to Karen. Yeah. Well, I think I we have enough information for our, uh, to come up with a plan. So why don't we wrap this okay. segment up? And if you don't mind, Diane Keaton, we'll call you this time tomorrow and with some follow up questions. Oh, thank you both so much. I, I can't all wait. Right. All right, talk to you tomorrow. Okay, bye. Bye. Hello. If you're enjoying I Will Write Your Book, 
please do that thing that every podcast asks you to do and go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It makes a huge difference to us getting to new audience members. Also, if you have ever heard of social media, there's I Will Write Your Book on Instagram and I Will Write Your on Twitter, which features photos of our guests. And sometimes we get fun fan art that mocks up the covers of these books that we are talking about on these episodes. And it's really fun. So I hope you get a chance to check those out. And thanks so much for listening. Uh, cassette tape 58. This is a meeting with myself and Karen Donahue. Karen, what's going on? Oh, should I be quiet? Is he still here? Uh, I cannot get rid of him. It's, like, been, it's been a couple days. Yeah, he keeps hanging around. I'm like, you Gosh. have to go home. You have to. I don't know. Is this his, is this his pull-up bar here in the in the doorway? Yes. I, you know, I mean, I this is annoying. I'm like, uh, hello. It's like he's moving in. I mean, I guess he's in love. Ugh, God. This is all I need. I don't know. I mean, this could be good, you know? I mean, I think you and Orlando might be a nice couple. I could see that working. With my ginseng? I don't need I'm this right now. I'm feeling more optimistic. I don't need this right now, Well, Maybe it's all you need. I don't maybe need it's a relationship. I'm going to go out to Karen Joshua Tree. Or maybe... You know what? I might go to Big Bear. I don't know. Maybe I'll go out to Tahoe. I don't know. Think I about your a- life with Orlando Bloom. It could be exciting. You know, he could be bringing you to parties. He could, you know, travel the world with him. Let me tell you something about actors. Okay. Okay. I'd love to hear it. They want an audience. That's all they mm-hmm. want. They want Makes an sense. audience. That's what they want from, you know, their love life. They want someone who admires them. And to be honest, well, I don't think he's that great. He's kind of weird don't. looking, first of all. He's not very attractive. I mean, he's I don't not even weird looking. Know. He's incredible looking, and he is a very good actor. And he's just like, okay. You know, like the other thing is like, you know, he's always like, oh, want me to do a monologue for you? Want me to do a monologue? And I'm like, no, that thanks. No, thank you. I do that not want that. And then, uh, you know, he's like always offering up to do like these Shakespeare things he's like oh do you want to see uh you know scene three from act two and of king lear or something i don't even know what he's i'm like shakespeare sucks and is a bore and he's like but i have perfect dynamic pentameter and i was like no one cares no one i certainly don't i certainly must be what's attracting him your lack of interest must be what the challenge must be like you know he he just keeps trying he keeps trying to um you know and then he's like have you seen pirates of the caribbean i was like i don't know isn't that a kid's thing i don't know what's the sex been like you taking off any clothes yet no god no god no and then he, and then he's I like, I would be unnerved this if out. I was he sleeping puts with somebody on, put, and she refused to take off any clothes. I think that would throw me a little bit. He puts on like a jock strap and does like a, it's not even a strip tease. Cause I'm like, everything's out already. There's no stripping going. I guess it's just dancing. Yeah. I guess it's just dancing or something. Yeah. He's like, check this out. Then he does like a pole routine. Check this out. And I'm like, you brought, you had a pole installed. Uh, you know, no thanks sounds, pal. This is exciting. like. Not into it. Got to get rid of them. Got to. You know what? Ah, I got it. Gonna say there's What's, termites. Gonna say there's termites in the house, and he's got to get you can't out. Just you can't just break up with them. You got to make up termites. He's not leaving. I'm gonna get termites. I'm gonna get my buddy runs a termite uh, company. Um, I'm gonna get him to unload some termites in the house. <laughs> just tell him there's termites. You don't need to actually get them. 
So I'll get Just the lie termites. and say this I'll show the termites to him as proof, then I'll tent the house. So anyway, your ginseng? It's great. Oh. I got up early today, 9.30. Well. Filled with vim and vigor. That's not early. I'm sorry. Well, that's not early. 9.30 is late. What time do you go to bed? Uh, 8 p.m. Ugh, Jesus Christ, that ginseng is tiring you out, dude. I don't think so. It's, I've never felt better. You slept, never, it's all, it's you slept all for unhappy. 13 and a half hours, Well, I'm not having food anymore. I'm just having shots of ginseng. Oh, I, God. Hypodermic needle into the roof of my mouth. That's how I'm doing it. Ugh. Well, and you're not losing it. You haven't eaten. You're not losing any weight. You're like ballooning, if anything. Know, it's weird, right? Yeah. I guess this means, I think this means I'm doing it right. I think it's not good I for you. I haven't eaten in three you, days. I've gained weight. It's very strange. I think your body is like trying to Happy? tell you something. No. Because I think it's, it's trying it's to tell I'm you something. Good? I think it's you, saying that I am good and doing things right. Oh, uh, you know what? You could save me a lot of trouble, Will, if you get naked, go into the bedroom with Orlando and just tell mm-hmm. him he's got to go. He's got to get out of here. I'll do it right now. That you're my husband or something. I'll just say I'm your husband. Yeah, say yeah, but you got to get stripped down. I'm already naked. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I thought the you were sheet. wearing a puffy coat. No, no, this is a the hair. My my chest hair has had a had a weird effect from the ginseng. It's kind of inflated like a parka. But no, I am naked right now. Just so you know, he's kind of um. I don't know. Not protective. I don't know what the word is. I'll be fine. He's a skinny little ectomorph. He's a slender little boy, man. I'll have no problem. Oh, no. Actually, he's quite built. Hey, why don't you try doing a pull-up on this pull-up bar, Will? Here we go. You can get one. Hang on. I got it. You're almost. Come on. Next time. Next time. Next time. Oh, I think this could be interesting, this book. I think book this book. Book. <laughs> what book? Diane. Oh, yeah, Keaton's yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. It's great. Potty. Poor people need to have parties for their pets too. I think it's going to be great. What are you going to what are you going to pitch? What are you going to pitch? You got a pitch? Something. I got, got something. You big. got a pitch? I got something great. I'm going to land this I'm one. I'm sa- I was saving it for you. I was saving her for you like I bonded with her, you know. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I like we're from out. the same litter, you know, like- but you well, you really got to wow. You get really got to razzle. Give her the old razzle dazzle. You got it. You got it. Okay. All right. Let me go get rid of Orlando, and I'll see you tomorrow at the meeting. Okay. This is cassette tape fifty nine. Uh, this is Will Hines here with Karen Donahue, and I have just connected Diane Keaton. Hello, Diane. Hi, Karen. How are Good you? Good to see you. Uh, I'm great. Good. You might notice Will has two black eyes. Oh my god. Oh uh, yeah. I had Orlando Bloom and I got into fisticuffs yesterday. Oh, mm-hmm. did you? I went to try to get rid of Orlando Bloom has been hanging around Karen's house. I went to kind of say, hey, pal, time to move on. But uh, he didn't see things that way. And he got a little physical. And it turns out he's a bit faster and stronger mm-hmm. and more coordinated and uh, more determined than I am. So yeah. get two black eyes. I know, so just in yeah, case I you were wondering, in case you were wondering what was going on over there. I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I had forgotten what your face looked like, Will. And I have thought, oh, OK. Totally normal, but no, I, this is not it normally. Okay, let me tell you something. I got these black eyes simultaneously. Orlando Bloom kissed both of his fists, did a double wind up on each side of his body, and then like Popeye punched me. Boom, wow! And uh, with one punch, gave me a black eye with each eye. I was really actually, I was actually sort of entertained yeah. as it happened. I was kind of transfixed. That's what he wanted. Well, did he leave? God, we're, no, no, he's still there. He's still there. 
That's fair. Um, but uh, that, that's that's on our side of things. Uh, I just want to tell you, Diane, I'm very excited about your book. I got a couple ideas. Okay, great. I think we should, I, the main thing I think, what I can bring to this book, I think, that maybe other people couldn't, mm-hmm. even Karen couldn't, mm-hmm. is the poor person perspective. Because I have been poor a lot in recent years, and I think that I can be a good test audience to make sure we are connecting with the people that you want to connect with. All right. All right. Yeah. Because most of the other people in your life are rich as fuck. Yeah. And uh, I am poor, so I feel like that's something I can bring. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, just turn this camera around to my Zoom here, so you can see my apartment. If you'll see, I'm quite poor. Oh God. It's pretty shabby. And there's a lot of there's newspaper on the on the in the windows because mm-hmm. I can't afford curtains. Uh, these are a couple dudes that are just staying in my living room. They're paying little money to just help me shore up rent. Yeah. They I have like masking tape on the rug to mark off their area. If I come here into the kitchen, you'll see it's per- currently just ginseng and Doritos. Oh. So, yeah, I'm living pretty small right now. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I was not convinced that you were the writer for my book. I could tell. But, I, could um, tell. I, I mean, I look at your life. It's not a perspective I've ever experienced. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe you are the person to, you know, immerse themselves in this book and, and give. The- Great. Okay. I think. I think the thing that's left to do is try to think of a, a working title. We don't have to finalize the title, but having a working title can really help the progress of the book. So I thought I would pitch a couple titles okay. and we could sort of brainstorm them right now. Great. Poor people, colon, you can have pet potties too. Okay. That's my first pitch. Second pitch, uh, being poor doesn't have to suck. And then just a picture of a dog, let them fill in the blanks. Okay. That's another idea. Uh, PPP loan, colon, poor people's pets. Okay, that's PPP loan is kind of relevant because that's like one of the uh, pandemic uh, loan uh, bills. Yes, yes, I like this. Uh, how about, how about, um, let's get the potty started. The rise of Diane Keaton's potty planning business it's perfect that's also it's good perfect that's also that's good. The, that's it that's what i want it to be i want it to be that i've written down i want it let's to get be this that potty started the rise of diane let's Keaton's get the potty, potty started potty started let's get the potty started let's put a right. let's put a boston terrier on the front so, so that nice. we assume it's him talking and saying and well, it'll be a speech yeah. bubble speech Aww. balloon yeah i like that you have the best ideas diane Thank you really you. Do. so do you yeah Oh. Maybe a cat too. Maybe no, a cat. I don't think no, so. not a cat. A cat. No, not a cat. For cat sure, not a cat. Doesn't make sense. No. I don't know why Boston you would. That have, you have to have a Boston Terrier. Be stupid. Be so stupid to have a cat. Yeah, I'm glad really we're not would. Doing that. Yeah, really would. Yeah. So dumb. I'm glad we're not. I would. I would never do. No. That. Mm-hmm. Especially after yeah. I told you the story about my dead cat. I don't know why that would be. Yeah. Why would you, you bring, would bring that up? Why would you bring up a cat? Total mistake. Maybe a car. Maybe a car. You're so lucky. You're poor. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Normally what we do here is we also answer some email from uh, listeners. We don't have any. Oh. So I'm just going to tell people we do have an email address that you can send in questions. Well, is- well I just have a suggestion. Maybe uh, we don't have any emails because you always say this podcast is only for hardcore uh, fans of the publishing industry. Oh. And I really disagree. I really think you should say anyone can listen to this. Anyone has just, an idea. Okay. If I'll you're slightly curious, you I'll know, you can write an email and we'll answer it. 
I'll, I'll open it up. Okay. So, so our email address is book at willhines.net, W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S.net. Book is B-O-O-K. Uh, if you are, well, certainly if you're a hardcore fan of the publishing industry, that would be great. But also if you are slightly less than that, that is also okay. And you can send it an email. If you are either a passionate fan of the publishing industry or just a somewhat little bit micro scopically less than a full enthusiastic fan that is also okay all right that's great and and diane uh i want to thank you so much for for coming on the show and i promise you we're going to deliver i'm going to work with karen i can see that you two connected i'm going to use my poor person powers and her connecting with diane keaton powers and we are going to get one heck of a book out of this i love this and i don't usually do this but um you're both on the guest list for the next pet potty that i Holy crap, Post. I'll be there. That's incredible. Yeah. Who's is I it? Love it? Who's is it? Who's is it? I'll be there. Uh, it's Billy Joel's. So. Ugh. Oh, I'm so sorry. Count no, please come. Out. I can't get I'm anyone gonna, to come. No, please. I can't. Yes. No, I'll be I there. I can't. Okay. I just he was can't. Uh, name, name checked on the new Olivia Rodrigo album that just came out. Okay. Great. Okay. Well, anyway, so uh, I'll be there. I can't wait. I can't wait to be there. Okay. Uh, well, Karen, I hope you'll reconsider because it would not be a potty without you. She'll make it. She'll she'll make okay. it. No, I won't. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks, everybody. That was I Will Write Your Book. My name's Will Hines. As usual, I played Will Hines, a completely different human being than me. I would like to plug my other podcast, which is called Screw It. We're just going to talk about comics. That's for myself and my brother. Kevin talk about comic books, the only podcast in the universe where two guys decide they're going to talk about comic books. So that's pretty exciting. Pam Murphy, would you like to go next? I played Karen Donahue as per usual. Murphy, please, on Twitter and Instagram. Always tweeting, always gramming. So much. Hey. There's so much on social media. I know. Constant, constant. It's constant. If you want to know what's going on with me in my life, you better follow yeah. me. You're uh, very personal and forthcoming. Always, always. And... You know what? You can follow I Will Write Your. That's this. That's the Twitter handle. Yeah, that's the that's Twitter right. handle for this podcast. Hey, you know what? If you like this podcast, tell your friends. Rate it. Subscribe. I like that you go into a little character voice <laughs> for that part. Uh, Jamie, would you like to go next and introduce oh, yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm Jamie Gall. I play Diane Keaton, a brilliant female <laughs> entrepreneur. I have no shows to plug. Because the world is still kind of closed. The world's still closed. Maybe yeah. one day. If I, Maybe one day. If I ever have a show again, I'll force myself back on the podcast to, to pitch it. Jamie's an actor and a comedian. <laughs> actor and comedian we know from the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater. And uh, thanks so much for doing the show, Thank Jamie. you guys so much. Goodbye, everybody. Have a terrific life. Listeners of I Will Write Your Book. Are you ready for a promo? Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Hi, I'm Nick. And Let's, I'm Uriel. And we're the hosts of Hella in, in Your Thirties. This is a podcast for people of all ages, all about navigating this dystopian world we live in <laughs> that's right so every monday we invite you into our living room or out into the world on whatever adventures we go on or 
into our living room for an adventure in our living room. <laughs> yeah, like having your wife challenge you to a great British baking show style competition in your own kitchen. That's right. Or maybe, you know, you want to know what it's like to volunteer at a food bank. Or maybe, uh, well, you know, you want to hear what it's like to foster kittens in the midst of a pandemic. That's right. Super easy. But giving cats medication is literally the worst thing in the world. <laughs> okay. Anyways, if you want to hang out with us, find us every Monday, Hella in Your 30s, wherever you get your podcast. Bye. Tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza.